Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1540, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, don't forget, if you want to send in an audio question, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask, or you can call in your question by dialing 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Oh, and I'm also taking email questions. You can send those in to health at oldpodcast.com. All right, and with that, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. This is Bob from Costa Mesa, California. I'm a long-term subscriber, and as a physician, I really appreciate your objective, evidence-based podcast. I'm 59 and have a pretty healthy diet, and I get about 45 minutes of cardiovascular exercise at least five days a week. Recently, I've added push-ups to my routine with the goal of improving the appearance of my arms and chest. Over a few weeks, I've built up to four sets of 30 a day. My question is, what is the difference in the gains that I'll see in terms of bulk and definition if I do single sets spread out through the course of the day or all of the sets in relatively rapid succession until exhaustion, even if I end up achieving fewer reps? Thanks, and have a great week. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your audio question, Bob from Costa Mesa, California. Hey, we're practically neighbors. And thank you so much for your kind words. I'm so glad you appreciate the show. And when it comes to these types of questions, I always reference the American College of Sports Medicine. They are the ones that typically provide guidance for training programs. Unfortunately, they actually don't provide any specific guidance when it comes to training to failure. Training to failure or training to muscle failure means that we perform an exercise until we simply can't do it anymore. Using your example, Bob, of performing push-ups. Performing push-ups to failure means you keep doing push-ups until your muscles are so tired you couldn't possibly do another one. 
Now, why might this be a good thing? Well, according to exercise physiologists, performing exercises until we reach muscle failure forces the body to recruit as many muscle cells as possible. More muscle cell recruitment, theoretically, means that the muscles will grow larger. Okay, back to the American College of Sports Medicine's recommendations. When it comes to building larger muscles in general, they have recommendations for that. Based on the research that the board of the American College of Sports Medicine has reviewed, the best way to build larger muscles, whether it's the chest, shoulders, biceps, triceps, legs, whatever, is to perform exercises with the aim of lifting that weight eight to 12 times. Then repeat these eight to 12 repetitions three to six more times, or using exercise physiology terms, perform eight to 12 repetitions for three to six sets. So that means the weight we should use should be heavy enough so that we can only lift it eight to 12 times. And then we repeat that cycle three to six more times. But what do we do when it comes to using our body weight? And when we can perform 30 repetitions, say, of an exercise using just our body weight? Well, again, the American College of Sports Medicine doesn't have any specific recommendations for that. This may be because the studies that have been published were inconclusive, meaning some studies found it was helpful to perform exercises to muscle failure, whereas others found it wasn't helpful at all. Some studies even found it may be harmful. Well, luckily, researchers have taken it upon themselves to try and sift through all of these inconsistencies and actually find an answer to this question. Just this year, in fact, researchers published a meta-analysis with the hopes of discovering whether performing exercises to failure will help with building larger and more defined muscles. Now, just to make sure we're all on the same page, a meta-analysis is a study that looks at the results of a bunch of already published studies. I love looking at meta-analyses because they usually do a great job summarizing the potentially conflicting research results that were already published. So, in this meta-analysis, the authors concluded that for newbies, training to muscle failure is no better than following the American College of Sports Medicine's recommendations that I shared earlier, eight to 12 reps, three to six sets. But for those who have been performing resistance training already, performing exercises to muscle failure might be helpful for achieving more muscular strength. Now, there are some caveats. When it comes to any exercise program, we want to mix things up. So it's never a good idea to perform the same exercises all the time. Similarly, we shouldn't aim to perform exercises to muscular failure every single time either. If we do, we could increase our risk for injuries and overtraining. So when it comes to push-ups, Bob, the thing that I would recommend is perform as many as you can until your muscles can no longer do a single push-up. But mix things up. Don't always do that. You could always go back to your 30 push-ups broken up throughout the day. Now, when it comes to getting more definition with any muscle group, that will come down to, again, working those muscle groups in different ways. Again, basically mix things up. So Bob, since you asked about the chest specifically, the aim would be to incorporate other exercises in addition to push-ups to your routine. For example, if you can, increase the amount of weight you lift using your chest muscles. So using a barbell or some dumbbells, pick a weight you can safely lift 
three to five times instead of the usual eight to 12 times. Then, after doing this for a while, go back to performing eight to 12 repetitions. Then, go back to incorporating chest exercises to muscle failure. And adding in some exercises for the shoulders and triceps will also help support all of those chest movements too. Lastly, to get that sinewy, ripped look, proper nutrition will also be helpful. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again so much for the question, Bob. And if you want your question answered right here on the show, send one in. You can email one to health at oldpodcast.com or if you want your voice heard on the show, just like Bob, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. You can record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. Thank you for your continued support. I hope you have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.